Shut up and sit down. Well, they say all good things come to an end. What's that got to do with this show? <laughs> nice ride. It's a nice ride. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friends. Nice ride. It's a nice time. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friends. Oh, I like to ride my bike. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Want to control your destiny? Well, this little green frog once said, life's like a movie, write your own ending. Yeah, I like that. I was thinking this morning, walking and driving is so boring. It doesn't cost much, and there's no gas. It's I tell him that I loved him. Nice ride, it's a nice time. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friends. Nice ride, it's a nice time. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friends. That was awesome! <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Von Dering, and today I'm here with Lance Hepler. Lance Romance in studio. It's good to have you in studio. Thank you very much. It's a good streak yes. so far. Yeah. I'm rolling for Cyclocross is good for us. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. It keeps him. It keeps him grounded. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Evan Price. I'm drinking Tatasa this morning. What are you drinking, Matt? This is coffee. From uh, where? Is it from your favorite place? Yeah, my favorite. Well, it's from Hidden Rivers Roaster, which yeah. I is a little coffee shop in Camas, Washington, uh-huh. and I quite like it. Um, mm-hmm. The coffee, I mean, we actually just took their beans and brewed it at home, but uh, and it's mm-hmm. decaf. I've been drinking a lot of decaf coffee, which really? yeah, yeah, works for the most part. And that would be Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys are looking pretty good, pretty good, <laughs> not too shabby. I That's know. good. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evan, backpedal for us. All right. Ooh, this could be a nice short backpedal. But on Saturday, I got to hang out with Matt like all day. Because this is like kind of the end of my offseason as September grinds down. And I was like, you know, I want to hang out with Matt today. So where was Matt? Matt was at Blue Lake Park, which is a park. Was it like east of Portland? If you go along Marine Drive. And uh, we've talked about it before because there's a triathlon race out there. Mm -hmm. Um, They really should have a cyclocross race out there. Do they? They could. They don't. They definitely it, could. They could take, you know, what you could do is, so we were at this cross country race. Yeah. You could literally just like that course throw, yeah. throw bikes on top of that course. Yeah. And it's good to go. It was a and cool course. And they could save money by yeah. doing something like that. Mm-hmm. How long is the course? Well, the rate, the kids did a 5k a race. Okay. So when that, and they did basically two loops to make that happen. Yeah. And so for cyclocross, it would be right on oh, yeah. par, mm-hmm. right yeah, on par. About a mile and a half. half mile yeah. and a half loop. But you could even make tighter turns and all that. You could you could definitely extend that a bit. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you put down barriers and stuff like that. There was enough mud. It would be a fast course for cyclocross. But it would be, it would be yeah. a no-brainer for them to do something like that. Well, it yeah. would be. We might need to ask somebody. Cyclocross takeover. Partner, <laughs> partner up with. I mean, it's, the problem is, yeah, you just need to talk to the race directors mm-hmm. and, and kind of say like, okay, you guys are racing friday night and saturday but could we have it on sunday or potentially late on saturday and sunday because it would be you can make a big event out of it we had five thousand five hundred five thousand five thousand five hundred kids running on it so nice and sloppy matt's team alone is 120 camas high school is 122 correct that's right 
ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่
but yeah, cool. he did well. It was cool to see him there. Maddie Wick out there? Uh, no, no, nope. she was not. No, nope. gotcha. I think I, she really is just gonna have to do swimming. I don't think she'll. She's be just able doing to swimming right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. They have a lot of rules about like you know kids being able to. You have to do a certain number of practices and all this stuff. That's and it's true. Like, yeah. You yeah. just yeah. get stuck with like only being able to do one sport yeah. at some point. Yeah. So and that's swimming, hard. swimming's even. I'll say greedier than cross country mm-hmm. with that too. Swimming's very particular about yeah. how often you need to be a practice. I'm sure somebody put their foot down with her because yeah. if, she, if given the option, she would do and she should. All. Yeah. I think I think she should be allowed to. I, I know. I, I think kids should be allowed to do what they want to do with sports. True. I think it's. I. It's tough because then you just have kids randomly showing up. That's true. I well, know. What if they're? I'm talking good. to an actual coach here, though. I think you should. You know, like case by case basis. Yeah. You know, you kind of say, okay, in this case, you know, I'm happy to share her with the swim team or whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. that's a situation that's different than someone that's just like I kind of sometimes yeah. show up. Because what? Because what if practice. you have a soccer player who is truly a gifted runner and just says like, look, I feel like I want to go to soccer practices, but I really want to race cross. I'll go to one practice a right. week and I'll race cross. We make rules like, okay, if soccer is your priority, then we can't count on you to be a varsity runner. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can run with, you know, you can run JV, you can do all these yeah. races, you get to race and all this stuff. But at the same time, we can't necessarily count on you to be one of the people that are like varsity scoring that yeah. we will need, you know, we will need to kind of rely on. And so that's the line in the sand that we drew basically. And mm-hmm. it works. I'm not sure it's perfect. You know, case by case basis would be nice too, but that's not necessarily easy to follow either. Right. Because mm-hmm. then you have parents that are like, why is this person doing and yeah. running and my kid's not. Yeah. And so you, gotcha. you constantly have to deal with that. Gotcha. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Mr. Uh, Evan? Um, no. That was did you train at all? Uh, I trained. I lifted. I did a bunch of plyometric stuff. Wait, and yeah, you could be a weightlifter. How much you know, can you bench press, Evan? Uh, we're <laughs> going to say it was bench. more like uh, push-ups, pull-ups, because uh, I would imagine that those body. numbers the, those numbers were not going to be, be what I wanted to see there. You so. can bench your body weight. Yeah, I can. Well, I don't even I'm think I sure could bench can. press the bar right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only time in my life I'd be able to beat Jake at bench press, I'm sure. Uh, <sighs> Lance, me. You want, want to backpedal? The best part of my week by far was my lovely wife pinned uh, on a number and did a race this week. That Love was rad. Yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> How cool was that? She got a rite of passage too, but I'll let you tell the story. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we were at uh, Portland Trophy Cup, the cyclocross race, and uh, they have they have a big women's field and a big beginners uh, women's thing. And and I was going down to race, and Brandy said, "You know, I'm I'm gonna come with you." That's and, cool. And I think it's cool that it's her idea. I think I'll I'll do it. I'm like, what? Really? You're gonna? Okay. That's so cool. This is a the the bike she's riding is one that we had just got. Like literally, we talked about it on the podcast last yes. week about you just purchased it <laughs> like three days before. So. She doesn't know how to dismount. She doesn't know how to remount. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, you know, but she's like, no, I'm going to go out there and do it. And Good so for her, man. It, Good it for was, her. That's awesome. So did she literally figure out the mounting and dismounting during the warm-up? Correct. That's wow. awesome. Oh, that is so cool. That's, <laughs> she just jumped I on just, and I would have just told her just like, stop. Get off the bike. <laughs> As opposed to trying to do like the, you know, running dismount. Well, I, she didn't really do the running right, stuff, right, right. Yeah. but she, she did it. She did it. She That's got out so there cool. and did it. It was cool. The... The women's beginner field had like 50 people in it. There was a lot of, it, it was just, it was really fun to see. There's a little video clip that um, uh, Jerry Pruitt had videoed of of me watching her race. And oh, yeah. I, I was so that's, like giddy. That's my favorite video that I got to see of that. Because <laughs> I was, I was, I was in, I, I, I forget where I was and I brought that video and showed whoever I was with. I was like, look how pumped Lance is <laughs> right so now. Like Lance is. To watch her race. 
on the last lap she uh she kind of she lost focus and uh and crashed and actually sliced her knee open on oh. her chain ring oh. and so chain ring huh yeah is that she, tom dumoulin isn't that what he did in yeah, the season is, last yeah. year <laughs> oh that's a weird crash so yeah she just she just fell funny and fell right on top of the bike yeah. and so um it, it sliced her knee open pretty good, but she jumped back on her bike and finished the race. Oh. Was she a bloody mess? Yes. Nice. <laughs> so we looked at it and I'm like, okay, yeah, that absolutely needs stitches. Yeah. And we filleted open. Yeah, yeah, we went to the urgent care and she got seven stitches in her oh knee. So I, I, I love that text. You're like, we had to, my wife came and did this race. It was so awesome. I was, it was the yeah. best thing ever. We're going to the emergency room. Yeah, now. <laughs> I saw that too. I know it's like all these pictures. Like, it's like I'm so proud of my life. And then the last picture is like, oh yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, oh yeah, we're going, we are going to the emergency room. I'm like, wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's her knee filleted. Wait a minute. Was it awesome, or are you going to the emergency room? <laughs> was, was she? I mean, was, was, was she still like excited about the whole thing? She was and not too. Actually, um, classic Hepler. She was really ticked that she didn't place better. Oh, okay. <laughs> funny. Will we see her at the Cross Crusade? Um, I, I'm not sure. We we might. That starts um, this coming weekend. How's the knee healing? Knee's healing. Yeah, fine? it looks it looks great. Yeah, it didn't get infected. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, they yeah. rinsed it out pretty well. But she still got stitches in her knee, and she's right. she still biked with me a couple of times this week. Wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I yeah, she, maybe we'll we'll see. I, I don't know. That's so okay. cool. So crazy. That was so cool. crazy. Hepler family. I know. I raced a few times as well. Seventeen times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trophy cup that that night on Tuesday, um, I battled with a guy, and um, just happened. I I remounted my bike faster over one of the oh, yeah. bears, and so I ended up winning that nice. race, Congrats. which was which was great. But the other two, uh, not so well. Actually, oh, no. <clears throat> I went to to blind date, and um, me and another guy just uh, uh, pulled away, kind of from the field, and we were trading off leading which was really fun and we were like encouraging each other he's a guy i've raced with quite a bit right. matt radich and um we we kept trading off the thing and we had we had pulled away from everybody so we thought we were good and a guy caught us nice <laughs> the, who bridged the gap Ooh. he bridged to us because we we had kind of sat up those like third and fourth laps to kind of rest easy so we could pummel each other at the right. very end and um <laughs> The guy caught us, and and Matt didn't know he was coming, but I could kind of see him coming. And as he caught us and went around us, I'm like, Matt, that guy's with us. And um, they both jumped and left, and and I I lost it. <laughs> you I, were like, Oh, you should have uh, warned Matt. I know. What well, was your? <laughs> I'm just having fun out there. I'm, I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to be like sure. So yeah, so but Matt ended up kind of getting him the end, and I ended up third. So, so you got the bottom of the podium, so the top I of the got podium. The bottom, that's right. So that's an awful race for you, <laughs> huh? So we're race. so we're moving up and down the podium now. Now please tell me you got second on the next one, so uh, you filled in the gap. No, I oh. totally blew apart on the last race. <laughs> yeah, actually those two those two series, um, I'm actually leading the series for Trophy Cup, and I should I should be able to win that series, wow. which is great. Um, blind date, I'm also leading, but I have to place well. On Wednesday to win the series, so I have to place. So you have two of the three crowns. 
Yes. The third crown would be the, the just Obra Cross. It's the tie, right? it's the or Grand Prix Luciano Grand... Bailey five race series. Got it. It's okay. the weekend race. There's twice as many racers. Yeah. Lots of faster guys yeah. shows up. A lot up. of guys travel for those. Yes. Usually. Yeah. So in that one, it was at Heiser Farms, which is a really cool, right. punchy course. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. I was I was in third uh, at the beginning of the second lap, and I cooked a corner and went down. Okay. And I was pulling fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh behind me. They, they were all sitting on my wheel, and I went down, and they all went around me. Oh, okay. They didn't go on top of you. No. That's good. Um, but did you lose them? Uh, well, my, my handlebars tweaked, um, and I okay. couldn't tweak them back. And so I raced so the racing. Yeah, I yeah. raced the rest of the race crooked. with them crooked. Not terribly crooked, but enough that it it killed my cornering efficiency and oh, that yeah. is everything in cross. a cross race. Yeah. It's all about You didn't have a bike switch? No I, bike switch? I had a bike in the pit, but um I was pretty sure it was going to be slower than what <laughs> I was racing. Yeah. And so it was like for total disaster was there yeah. a teammate around who could have been in the pit if you'd hollered at them and told them oh, to yeah. fix your bars and you took the other bike out and then came back uh, and picked it up done that. I, I i probably could have but every yeah, when your heart rate's at 175 yeah. it's kind of hard to think that clearly yeah. but yeah <laughs> so actually I, I i tailed off and i didn't make the top 10 yeah so, that's okay yeah i was like 11 that's I good think. i'm glad that every race isn't great for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> But for the right. series, yeah. I'm, al- I'm always cheering for lessons for Lance yeah. at this point. It's like, <laughs> you can't win all the races. No, for the series, though, you finished in the top 10, right? Probably yes, like 7th or 8th. I was 8th. Eighth. Eighth? That's yeah, great. That's good. Yeah, for the that's series. Really good. That is, is a fast field. Which is well done. decent. I was yeah. happy. And you were hoping to be in the top 10 in your 8th. That's perfect. Yeah. It's so, huge. Let's also look back to when you got, because it was last season was your first cross season, correct? No, yeah. I've been doing cross for three years. Three years now. Okay. Well, you were hurt, though, for... I missed the entire season... 2017 2017 two years ago okay. I did one race and then was and missed that whole season okay so so I'm thinking back to last year when it was like you were just happy to even be in the conversation Correct. in some of these races like yeah. even in any of the yeah. moves so I mean that's 12 months later so you're looking at it's, yeah it's picked up a little bit so good stuff yep that's me <laughs> <laughs> Matt you want to backpedal you gonna let me backpedal this time Last, yeah. last week, you were skipping me, I think. Was it last week or two weeks ago? I don't know. No, that was the intro. It's okay. That was my bad. Uh, He's only, been holding no, that in you, for a while. You <laughs> angry. Fake Lance let back pedal last week. That's right. Yeah. That's Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I raced 17 times. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I just swam five times this past week, which is crazy because the shoulder's feeling good in some ways and um, actually decent swim week. So I you know, didn't run very much, didn't bike very much. So keep it quick. What are you thinking on the shoulder? Any it's, surgery to shorten that collarbone up? Do I don't think, think so. Just leave her be? I don't, honestly, like, it's not great. Like, it hurts every day. I don't want surgery. No. I just don't, like, I look at how Range rough you good. had it, yeah. and I'm just like, no thanks. Like, if it hurts the it rest of my fun. life, it hurts the rest of my life, I you know? Here, here's the thing. Range of motion's good. Strength is, is improving. Strength was not improving. Like, yeah. if you were, like, if you told me every single time you went out for a swim and you were not able to swim more than 1,000 meters and it killed yeah. you every single right. time, yeah. then I'd be like, okay. Yeah. He's not getting any functional improvements. Right? I swam pretty fast on Thursday. I had some, yeah. it was like this little section in the middle where we did like four by 100 and I hit like, I think I went, what did I go? 123, 122. 121 and then 118 or something for meters and i was like that's good i can live with that like it would have been faster six months ago but 
whatever. Like, yeah. that's, but not that much faster. Three or four seconds, maybe at the most. Like, yeah. that's within striking distance. Those are solid times. You're, yeah, I mean, I was happy with that. Yeah, I've swam like twice in the last two weeks. I'm pretty sure you're faster than me right now. And swimming doesn't matter that much in triathlon, so it does. <laughs> you just, just got to be close. It just yeah, it doesn't matter. In my races, the only thing I'm in doing my, is swimming. in my races, it absolutely <laughs> matters. <laughs> the only thing I'm doing is swimming right now, as far as training goes. Yeah. So taking time off of the Achilles to close. hopefully help a little bit. Achilles is again. not doing great. I ran two miles yesterday, and I'm sore today. So mm-hmm. that's. Uh, I'm looking for um, any sort of doctor that owns a scalpel in one of those like, <laughs> you know, peg leg things. Hopefully, uh, maybe something carbon fiber. Maybe get something carbon fiber in there. there. I'm telling you, go Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, that could be yeah. fun. How about you, Jake? Uh, your week. My week was another boring week. I was on the trainer, the trainer Swift five days, and then um, yesterday finally got back outside. It was like almost a carbon copy of the week before. We did a little bit different of uh, an out. We rode from. Um, we had a team ride. Yesterday. Yeah, we had a team ride. There was we started with seven of us. Yep. We rolled out to Normal Falls again, and yep. then um, we dropped the hammer coming back. Well, we actually kind of hammered the whole time. So yeah. <laughs> that's just the way that it goes with you that know, team. It's, it was not turned off at all. Yeah, it, that's it a was, good group. Well. I'm guessing that's like Hanel is probably in there yep. with you guys. John mm-hmm. Hanel is just a he likes to Chris work Hanel. hard. Chris Hanel, oh, yeah. sorry, Chris. Yeah, um, maybe John Hatfield. I don't know who else was in there. Uh, Jordan Rickards was Jordan, there. Jordan, our he goal, likes to climb. Yeah, our so. goal yesterday was to get him the KOM from Multnomah Falls back up to the top of uh, Crown Point. Crown Point. That, that was trying to for get Jordan. We were trying to get Jordan. Yeah. Well, that Did is, he get it? He, there's no way. Got that, it. Got it. He got it. He got it. Yeah, he's probably that was held by a pro before, wasn't it? That's a pretty good I'm pretty sure that was held by a pro, a Portland a, pro. What was his name? Uh, Eric Langerstam was one of the guys who had it in Dwayne. Oh, really? Dwayne, so yeah, Eric's one, the, he's a pro triathlete. Eric triathlete. Langerstam, but Dwayne Langerstam. I was close. Yeah, close. I, I never can pronounce his name um, either. And then so. there was another I thought, one, I thought it was Far, local hero. That's, that, that's what I was yeah. thinking, was, yeah. was Far, yeah. Yeah, so that he got is, it by about 10 seconds. He beat Langerstam. What? Just a reference. Langerstam is one of, at his prime, is one of the best triathlete cyclists yeah pure cyclists he's out there top 10 in the world's um at the half ironman distance like a week or two ago i mean he's legit i'm yeah. surprised no he was uh he was 12 um, was he 12th no no he was 20th i think oh. but his but his bike split was way up there his, i mean yeah. he's he's one of the best bike splits yeah. case in point the the segment that jordan was going for was like eight and a half miles and and thousand feet of climbing about that about a thousand feet of climbing is he still a three yeah on the yeah. road yeah yeah well, he doesn't race that um, much. It's a forced upgrade. Eric, <laughs> when Eric did it, he did it alone. And with Jordan, we let him out for okay. six and a half Got miles. It. But there's a reason why we let him out. Yes. Because the guy that had taken it and was holding it was let out. So like, well, if he Correct. Dwayne yeah. was, had been let out. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go lead out Eric. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but it's going to be with a van or something, a car, car situation. E-bike. It, E-bike. E-bike. Yeah. it was so much fun to ride with everybody. It, we were not turned off at all. It was 60 miles of like hard of hard effort. And that segment where we were working for Jordan was just so much fun. It, I mean, we are we are on our limit, five of us leading out, out Jordan and as – each one would peel off as we would pop, and it was it was just really fun to do. Yeah, so, Hamill led first. I was on Hamill's wheel, so he okay. pulled for what about a mile? A mile, a mile. And yeah. then I, I went up there and I pulled for almost a mile. And I, <laughs> when we were calling out there, we were just 
hammering all the way down yeah. and she, uh, doing easier. all the climbs and all that stuff. And had we not stopped to take pictures and, and use the bathroom and chit chat, I would have been fine. But my legs started to tighten up a little bit because it was kind of cold yesterday. I think it was oh, yeah. 43 it was or 44 cold. degrees. Yeah. It was the coldest day in since like the 1940s in Portland for, for September. a day in September. Yeah. Wow. So like as soon as like I popped or I peeled off to go to the back, the the line came by me and I went to get back on. I'm like, wait a second, my legs aren't letting me catch on the wheel and they're just kind of going away. I'm like, yeah, see you guys. <laughs> and I still like went kind of hard to catch him. And then Lance did the same thing. I and, popped as well. Yeah. yeah. And then I caught up to Lance and he and I rode to the top together. But it was fun. Oh, was this, was the you. segment from Multnomah Falls to the to Crown Point? To yeah, the, to, to the, the very top. top of Crown Point, right before the Forum. Right. right. So yeah. that's so the that's past. there's a huge flat section, right? It's like two miles of flat before you start climbing. Uh, it's, it's like all rollers, and it's all oh rollers. It's, it's, it's like five miles of that. Yeah. Five miles rolling. Yeah. It's rollers. really not much of a climb. It's more it's just roll, 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 climb. and at the end you climb. We did yeah. get the KOM on the flat section as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. figure working together like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By over uh, a minute. I bet. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's because I don't think yeah. most people are like absolutely hammering through yeah. that section. Well, yeah. I bet Chris Hanna was just There's working, a lot of fast working in front. He is, he's tough. Yeah. It's a lot of fast engines. Strong dude. Yeah. So that was a fun ride. It was good. It was a good training effect. I was pooped last night. I was okay. um, pretty dehydrated too. So I was kind of dealing with some cramps. But uh, yeah. I did snipe a couple spots where I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> did you? <laughs> on the way out. Well, we were coming back well, on Marine Drive. On back and Lance is thinking in his back of his head, we're going really fast. We're, we're, because we were holding like 30 miles an hour on yeah. Marine Drive. With it. it was a group of seven of us again. Yeah. We lost one of our other guys because he got a flat and he went back. And then we picked up another guy from Bicycle Tourney. I don't remember his name. Alex. Alex something, something or other. Yeah. And so he sat in with us all the way back from like basically the women's forum back to uh, yeah. where we started. And we were motoring. We were on Marine That's Drive so going. Much fun. We were holding about 30 miles an yeah, hour we the whole were. way through. And so we're probably a quarter of a mile from the very finish. And Lance comes just blasting around from the back. You know. Thinking that. Whoever right, is in the front gets the. That's what I was trying to do. High on the list or whatever it is. It might not be, it might not be KOM, but it's pretty high on the list. Uh, yeah. Chris Handel sees that. He goes, damn it, Hepler. <laughs> and he just got out of the saddle and started sprinting after him. And I jumped on his wheel. And Lance had put too much of a gap. And I don't know, we just nice. let him go. Lance is like skipping pulls for one rotation there. I didn't there. skip any <laughs> pulls, but I did come from the very back. Nice yeah. work. So, and I did not get. Even in the top ten on that segment, because it's wind is big on that yeah, that particular big. segment. Yeah. yeah. So this is for people that aren't familiar with our particular area. Uh, the Marine Drive that they're talking about is just along the Columbia River, and it's flat, and so flat, it's yeah. very exposed to wind. And then the hill stuff, you know, you're talking about going along the Columbia River into the gorge, and so there's some really cool hills and climbs oh, and yeah. stuff like that, like windy road climbs. Really kind of reminds me of like a classic tour type climb or whatever, where yeah. you have these windy climbs and they're narrow streets and just yep. beautiful, beautiful yep. place to ride. It's gorgeous. So it's it fun. makes sense for you guys to do that ride every week. It's a good one. It is good. It is good. Hey guys, how about some lead out news? Who wants to start? I'll start. <laughs> I was going to say, are we going to go from international to local I'm or, curious, lo- or micro? We call micro. it micro. Well, let's, let's start international real quick. International, I have a question yes. for you. What do you guys think about Rohan Dennis, his antics, and him getting released by Team Rudy and Baran? He, didn't he win? No, he didn't. He just won the, he the, won the second the time, time trial. 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 Yeah. World yeah. champion. He won the world time trial, and <laughs> Meridian just dropped him. They actually terminated his contract. It was his back comments on like about the bike, September wasn't it? 13th or something like that but they didn't say anything because they didn't want to disrupt his um, attempt at the world championship uh, okay. again and then as soon as he won they're like oh by the way <laughs> you're no longer That's with us so see ya oh man if I like Dennis has every right to be as angry as he wants to be about any of that situation that's 
could you imagine that like that would be like your boss at your job being like all right i'm gonna fire this guy in four weeks but i'm gonna give him a new project and tell him that this is a very important project <laughs> well, he wasn't racing for the team he wasn't wearing he wasn't. he's racing no, that's Australia. true yeah you're right he's they racing, just, he's racing so, internationally I mean, yeah. if anything if you ask yeah. me it was classy by his team to not do it before to really kind of throw him into a tailspin get him all pissy but Still, yeah was he being a bit of a prima donna through this whole process though of not liking the bike and and maybe not gelling with some of the people he, i mean you're still a professional don't see by quite a bit more he, that's what he raced on yeah. <laughs> i know he's like you can take your specialized or no is the meridian meridian yeah, yeah meridian uh-huh. and everybody's speculating whether or not he's gonna ride a specialized but he he pulled out his bmc that yeah. he raced on and he, he loves loved. bmc yeah. yeah so i mean he raced on bmc for years and loves it and that's yep. really so, when he was at well, I mean, now he's still very strong, but that was really when he was div- like becoming one of the best time trials yeah. in the world. He's right yeah. on a BMC, so I don't blame him. So this is the good debate, I think, is yeah. you know, if you're a sponsored athlete like he is, you're not really allowed to badmouth the company or the bike or anything like that. Right. That's that's your job. Yeah. So or and he lost his contract because of it. Yeah. It seems, I don't think he outwardly ever like blasted the bike though. He just said it didn't, didn't fit even him as well. Ride it. But he was riding on a BMC and he yeah. was going to basically just black out the the BMC down tube, the lettering on it, and it's just going to be like an unmarked bike. But everybody knows exactly. What I was going to say we look at it. We all know the bike's well BMC. Yeah. <laughs> the other side of the coin. He, so he's not supposed to badmouth the bike, or I mean, he's, you, you're supposed to ride your sponsored gear. I would think yep. at that level. So the other side of the coin is that bike was significantly slower from all the stuff I've read. Yes. People are like, this is one of the best time trials in the world. He's on a slow bike. Look at what's going on. Like yeah. equipment does matter with the argument. Don't you made, think he should you know, have done his homework before signing with that team to know that that's what you're going to have to ride on if the bike's I, crap? I think I think some of these riders get very hamstrung by these teams, though. Yeah. I really I really think with they do. Gear so selection. I, in the cycling world specifically, I'm, I'm really just going to always side with the cyclists because I think it's been, I think it's very shady what a lot of these companies do. Yeah, sure. And I think it's, I think it's very unfair to the cyclists, how they have to operate in the cycling world as a professional. So I agree with Matt that if you're sponsored, like I mean, you got to ride the sponsored gear. And, and but, you know, when you're Trek speed concepts and stem brakes, you just got to make up something right in the middle yeah. of the race. You have to say stuff like, yeah, man, uh, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, uh, equipment was fine. The equipment was fine. There's no problem with the equipment. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I just slipped and I you know, put too much pressure in this situation. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, oh, well, uh, like, rider air, yeah. rider air. Well, and, when you uh, ride over bumps, just don't be in the air bars. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. you know, just make no, sure like, you're not in the air. Just don't, don't put any weight on it at all. Yeah. 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 I was a little too much weight <laughs> on the If you just didn't hold onto the handlebars, just I wouldn't don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean like seriously, the, you'll see pros say stuff like that. Like equipment will break cause they have a lot of the brand new stuff. That's basically prototype stuff and they are not, you know, you can break a pedal, right? I mean, they're not allowed to really say anything bad about it. And you'll right. see them kind of dance around the subject. To me, uh, they are not making enough money for that to be fair. Like, I, I really, I'm just very frustrated with the entire, with like, this, this whole situation. Yeah. Endurance yeah. world in general, how they treat the professionals is terrible. I mean, especially at the cycling level. It's terrible. Yeah. I, you know, and, and on the cycling world they don't have a lot of power because they're part of these teams yeah they're you know it's like yep. i have to do whatever everyone yep. else does or else i'm not going to race world tours mm-hmm. uh but then you know on triathlon is so much more individual and you'll see stuff where it's like yeah you, Tri- you don't like a bike you can switch companies yeah. you can, yeah. you can Tri- switch your own triathlon is different because you have like a lot more individuality with it but like the the cycling world these guys get trapped on these teams they really do and I mean, I know the the guys that we hear about. You know, we hear about these big, big deals. And they're like, oh, Phil, you know, Philippe Gellerbert makes good money. Uh, you know, Vincenzo Mid- right. Ribley makes good the money. Smaller guys. He's, we don't talk the, about the twenty year olds who the get on these 5%. teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah we we, yeah. we don't talk about the twenty year olds on these teams. That you know, it's almost comparable to what happens to Kenyan runners when they get poached by European scouts. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're looking at guys who hey, travel to Europe with us. 
live in crappy motels and as soon as yeah. we find somebody who's faster than you kick you to the curb so, yeah. not goodbye. even give you a ride home right. yeah you're on your own yeah you're L- literally yeah. goodbye yeah. yeah so what do you think he signs feel, with dimension data to teams. stick on his bmc bike this beloved bmc time trial bike so where he's gonna land next year you think uh, That's a good question i think it'd be cool if he was with dimension data i love that team yeah it'd be a cool team but is i think cavendish is out there too so they've got yeah. some some is, yeah, money is cap is cap still with them he was and i think he's done with them <laughs> this year if, I, is cap still racing <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> so in rohan he's talked about wanting to be a gc guy too mm-hmm. and he might have the chops to do it so it's like a tom dumoulin type yeah we'll see yep. yeah interesting we're seeing more of these time trial specialists that are like yeah hey, i'll try this gc thing yeah. and they do pretty well so there was some other bike racing that went on this past uh-huh. week, and you want to talk about that? Well, just, just a little. It was kind stuff. of a swimming race, I guess, too. The men's Basically, elite race, the men's, the, the, aqua bike. Uh-huh. The men's the men's elite aqua bike. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they. So the, the the world championship for cycling was in Yorkshire this last weekend, and it rained a lot. To the point where, if anyone wants to look at funny YouTube videos, yeah, there's that clip rolling around somewhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy just completely <laughs> trying to go through that puddle who, and just who was the it. time trialist? Yeah, he tried to like cut the inside corner and basically hit. I mean, the poor guy just like went into he a went, pond basically. He, yeah, he went like knee deep in the water yeah. on the bike and just like like he pops up like what happened? <laughs> yeah. How awesome like, would I'll it have been? I'll tell you what happened. Yeah, he tried to he, get he a, tried to aqua bike. He tried to ford a river. <laughs> get a group of kids standing there all with the signs and then they give them like a score. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, just right on that corner. Diving scores. But yeah, I mean, it was definitely. Uh, the, the 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 men's road race was the one that I watched in full. Um, I watched the highlights of the women's road race, and I watched a couple of the. It's cool to watch like the juniors and the U twenty three stuff. Yeah, but really one of the the more interesting and controversial, <laughs> good for podcast stories from the weekend, would be in the men's U twenty three. Did you guys see the result there? Yes. So there was a young, I believe he's Dutch, correct? Yes. Yeah. The. He was he was really the favorite for the race going in because uh, correct me if I'm wrong he had won the time trial he had won the time trial yes and he I'm gonna butcher his name say say his name for uh, me Nils Nils something Nils where he goes Nils we're gonna get his last name here in a second but he's I mean very very promising anybody who's been following he was incredible through the juniors ranks as well um he comes into the road race as the favorite he has a crash and then a mechanical. At late, not not that late in the race. It was with like quite a lot. Was still like 100k to go. Yeah, it it was like 120, uh, 100k left. So he crashed. He separated his shoulder. Yes. Um. He like popped it back in. Yeah. This kid's tough as nails. And then um and then tried to catch back up to the peloton and use the team vehicle. Drafted the team vehicle to catch back up to the peloton for the record he was not the only rider during nope. that race using that lots of using people that. do it a lot of crashes during that race a lot of using the team vehicles to get back on he part of the video he probably towed the line on what could be because i think in the cycling world yes there's a hard line don't use the team vehicles yeah but but everybody does it everybody when does you're, yeah everybody if you've does. crashed and trying to just get back to the group yeah if it's in yeah. the middle of the race and they're just trying to get back to the group it's one thing if there's 10k left and yeah. he's going 50 miles an hour behind a car like that's where you're like all right that's you got to follow the rules so he gets back but, to the peloton yeah he doesn't make the 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 final breakaway but he pulls a group to the yeah. final breakaway with like 500 meters to drags go drags a group back drags yeah. a group back and then ends up out sprints everybody winning yeah. the sprint by yeah. not very much but he wins but the sprint close. yeah and thinks he has won and jury comes out and he's been disqualified it took him 15 minutes to and make the decision he was angry he was devastated he was very very angry so 
there's a ton of debate out there on, and I would like to hear like, you know, what would you guys think? Is it by the rule or do there need to be exceptions in situations like that? Okay. So yes, there has to be exceptions because everyone does it. Yep. And the here's where it comes down to the judges on the course making the call. You have to, I, in that situation where we're making exceptions to the, like, you know, if the rule is don't draft behind team vehicles, then that's the rule, right? We all know that that just happens all the time in cycling, like almost every ride, almost every stage of, yeah. Of, you so, watch any, any yeah. race, and oh, so, who's come back from a crash, they're definitely behind a car. Yeah. yeah. And so it's so common that you have to either, you know, like in, in the line is like, okay, well, we know that that could cheat. That could be a cheating situation. So you have to rely on the judges, in my opinion. Well, and, and, and then, it, it, but if he cheated and they knew that he'd done that, he should have been told early during, during the, the race. race. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. I agree. You shouldn't be able to affect out. the outcome of the race. Yeah. 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 Right. Because he pulled in five guys. I mean, obviously, he pulled yeah. in a few guys. He can yeah. tow some, tow some but people this is, some wheels. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you guys are right because he clearly affected the outcome of that race. Right. I think actually the guy that ended up in third was in that tow group that he brought back. No. He was he wasn't. not? There was three guys out front. Because the Italian it, was it, second. It was the Italian ended up winning, I know. Pidcock, the uh, yeah. the the English guy, uh-huh. was he ended up fourth off the podium, but he oh. made the podium because he was... Towed on to the... Towed on. To, I mean, the yeah. extreme so situation would yeah. be like... That's the guy that I was thinking of was yeah. the one who moved You take a teammate, you say he's going to be disqualified, he, he goes right behind the cars the whole ride, and then at the end of the ride, he pulls his teammates to the finish line, right? Like this is the extreme exactly. scenario. Yeah. Right. So they have to be disqualified at the time of the, the infraction, race. right? During the race, yeah. So then they basically need to be pulled off the course yeah. so that they can't affect the race. Yep. Otherwise, you have that situation where they could just exactly, game yeah. the system. I'm guessing that they didn't have all the video until, and couldn't make the decision right. until exactly. it, it was afterwards. Or somebody... Protested. protested. Uh, another team protested. And then they... I love the back. Italians. Yeah. But and it they wouldn't may, surprise me if the Italians they may, <laughs> would pull something They may like have that. video footage that w- that you guys weren't privy to. Yeah. So I, I would say as controversial, like I know you guys like them and all this stuff, but I would say you got to trust the judges in that situation yeah. because what else do you do? I know. I would say trust the judges, but it's the UCI. So I never yeah. trust the judges because <laughs> the UCI, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun to think debate. about the governing body that we're, we're talking fun. about here. Yeah. So, it's a good it's a good question for yeah. sure for a podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lots of other great stories from the World Championships. Mm-hmm. Um, the junior road race, the under 18 men's, uh, was won by Quinn Simmons. Let's go USA. The US guy. We actually talked guy about him. Third also was from the US, correct. USA, correct? Yep. yep. Uh, Two on the podium. Magnus Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great climber. It, really good climber. We had talked yeah. about Quinn Simmons of uh, a month ago because he had raced the Leadville 100 mountain bike race as an 18 year old and right. he took second I remember he started way in the back and yep. he out sprinted a couple tour guys at the end yeah. and, and so and I had Evan said something like they need to sign him immediately yeah. with a team and so, I guess so I, goes, I apparently should own a cycling team yeah. so he goes <laughs> to the world championships in the junior race he attacks with 30k to go and yep. won by like a minute and a half completely destroyed the field yeah the next day Trek Secafredo announces they had signed him to a contract. What oh, a there shame. goes his career. What a shame. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I saw I saw that, too, and I couldn't wait to make the joke about it. <laughs> but here, Trek here, gets no love on this podcast. In defense of Trek. I know. Poor Greg Lamont and Trek. Like, we yeah. need, but in Trek's defense, great sign. Like, at least, great now, at least now they're not running around like, all right, who's near retirement that we can drag onto our team for yeah. a failed Grand Tour attempt? Yeah. Like, take this kid. 
this is he is one of the I mean I mean really you could argue he is the most talented up and coming cyclist in the world right now. I mean he's it's, it's pretty exciting. He's eighteen, right? He's eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. And only been cycling for a couple of three years from yeah. Durango, Colorado. This yeah. is America's version of Primos Roglic. Yeah. Guy who just like, ah, oh, you know, I guess I'll do the cycling thing. And then all of a sudden it's just incredible. Does he do ski yeah. jumping? He should, no, but he, he was should. a skier. Well, he's from Durango, so I'm he's sure. From Durango, I'm sure he's I'm a sure skier. He could jump. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. So that's another exciting story. What yeah. about the kid who was on the Colombian Junior, if I'm not mistaken? Oh my God! Flatted, and every car oh, I saw he's drove right by him, breaking. and oh, he started. That. He was like crying on the side. The next thing, he just picked up his stuff and just walking down the road all by himself. Oh, that yep. was heartbreaking. Why can nobody stop and give the kid a freaking tire, a wheel? I have no idea. <sighs> I, they, I did see that. He's just. It wasn't their team. Yeah. Still, so they just they just the neutral like, support car drove by him too, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, they just missed him. Hey. Yeah. Should have carried a flat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Should that all be carrying His flat tubular group. was ripped off yeah, the I rim. Know. I know he was. There was no going back around. <laughs> <was> no. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'd was... feel I'd feel bad for him, but the bottom line is like, <laughs> if your equipment malfunctions, you just sit on the side of the road yeah. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Dunzo. Yeah. Yeah. The other good story, uh, Matthew Vanderpool, the pre-race favorite for the men's elite race, um, showed that he was actually human, and with about he ten, got popped. With about yeah, he had he had made a big move to yep. make it to the front group, and with about ten k to go, he just mm-hmm. blew to pieces. That was yeah. the he he bridged the gap, and yep. then basically uh, the eventual winner, Peterson from Denmark. Yeah. Uh, Young guy from Denmark. How how, how old is he? Twenty three. That's what yep. I thought. Another young guy. Um, the the eventual winner of the race and absolutely the most deserved. He did a ton of work all day, but um, got to the front. Really started pushing the pace and Vanderpool wasn't even a whole, a, able he, to hold fifth wheel. The, the uh, they interviewed him and he says, I, I I was feeling great and all of a sudden my legs were gone. Yeah. It just I just. I mean, it's like a 180-mile race, isn't Correct. it? Or something crazy. It was so, 230K. 230K. Yeah. What is that? A lot of wow. Used his last bullet for the season, like one yeah. race too soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about so. um, Chloe Deggert? Or Daggert, however you say her uh, last Chloe name. Chloe Daggert-Owen? Oh, yeah. She, um, the youngest female world champion. Was she? Yeah. Ever. 22 years old. Yeah, young. She won the uh, women's the t- elite time, time trial. trial. Correct. Mm-hmm. And she... she crushed the field it was yeah. a minute and a half or something it wasn't a minute and 32 seconds a minute and 32 Ridiculous. seconds she absolutely crushed the field yeah so she she's just on a different level she's the one that went to the colorado cycling classic and won, and, all, and, and won all four stages yeah and won, <laughs> won all the every jersey race. and all won these, everything I'm so, yeah. I'm so glad all these like incredible performances on usa soil this year just got like validated at the world championship yeah. be like oh yeah yeah these, these riders are absolutely legit <laughs> and, and in the elite women's road race um chloe was in the final group uh-huh. and um with I, I don't know how like 10k to go she made a huge attack to try to win mm-hmm. and it didn't stick and she ended up fourth just off the mm-hmm. podium. She didn't like sit in the group to just It was a brave move though from yeah, her. Yeah, she, very brave. She move. like went for the gold instead of just being on the podium. podium yeah. It, yeah. Sometimes that's yeah. what you gotta yeah. do. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. She'll be back. I was just a lot of promise. And you love to see that tenacity yeah. too. Like there's a mindset to that. Gotcha. That's, yeah. There's a lot of fun racing to watch. Any quick local stuff, Lance? Um the uh 
the big cyclocross race this weekend in the men's one too. It was won by our own Robert Cummings. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. Continued yes. dominance. Robert uh, had had taken a trip back east to race a couple of the UCI big uh, cyclocross races mm-hmm. and had crashed in a training ride and wasn't able to race. Oh. And so he wasn't able to race for yeah. for several weeks. Broke some ribs. Broke some ribs. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. But he came back and and won the men's one two race. So nice work. Kind of I was happy to see that. Good job, Robert. Yeah. And um, um, Hayden Weirman, our junior, decided to race the men's one two race as well this Kid. weekend. He, Good for you. He's been winning the two three race, and he decided. Gotta try it. I I, I just gotta try it. And so he was sticking with the front guys for a while, but he crashed in I a tricky that. spot, and yeah. so. Flatted too again, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Was it so? Yeah. The crash looked weird. So there, the there was this very strange. There was this mud section. Yeah. That was at the bottom of a ravine, okay. and the mud was was not. It was very thick, not like peanut butter. Like like the ruts in it were like a foot deep. Oh wow! And so you came into it with speed, and you had to you had to pick a line. And ride the rut. Otherwise, right. if you got offline or yep. off balance, you would crash. Yeah. It was like peanut butter, wasn't it? No, it was way thicker than that. Mm. Way thicker than peanut butter. Like it would, you could see how deep the the line. They were they were twelve inches deep. You know, that's crazy. And so, uh, yeah, if you just got off center a little bit, you went over the handlebars. Or if somebody picked the wrong line in front of you, it it was a tricky spot. Gotcha. And that's where he went down. Lots yeah. of people went down there. I saw a couple videos. Yeah. <laughs> Made me chuckle, but yeah. Sorry, guys. We're the ones in those videos. Cool. Any micro news, Matt? Anything happened in your backyard we this are, past week? We already talked about the Camus Cross Country. Mm-hmm. That's the. I'm talking yeah. about your, literally your backyard. How did your kids have any competitions back there? There was a deer in your backyard. <laughs> there was a deer that got in our backyard and uh-huh. uh, trampled everything, got stuck in our backyard with, in the fence. An and then, incredible vertical seriously? jump. Though. And then yeah. somehow jumped six feet to get out when he got yeah. startled in the morning by our dog. So <laughs> weird stuff. I had happening. two deer in my backyard. This past week too. What are they? What are they? And last week. Deer. And last week when me and Jake were sitting here, there was another deer back yeah. there. Deer. Yeah, um, with its with its little. You, know, you were here kid. too, and yeah. I went to go let my dog outside. Yep. I'm like, go get him, Zeke. Good job, Zeke. They yeah. ran one way, and he ran the other. And I'm like, you idiot, the other way. Like, Where'd they go, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. How about another listener hot lap? You guys, want to do this? Yeah, Let's do All it. All right, yeah. we're gonna give uh, listener Laura Anderson a call. See if she's there. Laura. Laura, this is Jake from the Dow Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. First and foremost, thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks for joining yeah. us today. Yeah, what's cool. up, Laura? <laughs> so we got a thank few... you for putting on the show. I love listening. Awesome. Yeah, you always give us good feedback and we really appreciate that. Um, let's run on the table here. Um, I'm going to start. I'm curious, what is your favorite segment and topic we've done? Um, well, I was trying to think about that because I knew you were going to ask me. And um, I, I like the topic of the steroids, but I'm glad that most of the episodes aren't as serious and kind of a daunting, sad topic. But I feel like, so I, feel like I like the laughing classes. and I like going on my walks with the dog and oh, cool. getting on the trainer or long commutes and laughing with you guys. So um, that's awesome. We're all it's laughing all at very Evan educational anyway. and yeah. helpful and fun. Cool. We, we appreciate that, Laura. I think I think I found we're, we we seem to be a pretty good dog walking podcast. I talked to quite a few yeah. people that will listen to us while they're dog walking. That's awesome. It just seems to be good for yeah. them. Yeah, my I start laughing sometimes, and you know the my dog dogs will stop and look at me, and I'm like, oh, it's just Lance's pants came off again. <laughs> I do have a problem with 
shorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cycling shorts specifically. The yeah. pants problem. <laughs> oh, Lance. that was great. I still laugh. <laughs> Lance, you got a question for Laura? Laura, uh, what's your background? Is it uh, cycling or triathlon? Or I hope it's not triathlon. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh-oh. You're in for a I'm only new to triathlon scene in the last um, three years. And um, I mean, I was in law enforcement for 15 years, and oh, I just wow. didn't have the time or energy to really do much in those years. So, But before that, you know, I was track, running, um, a swimmer, and tennis player. So... Um, shoulders kind of took a hit during all that and kind of got into just, I was like, you know what? Um, I need to get out of this profession. It's too hard on the family, uh, being a working mom and having two law enforcement officers under one roof. So I thought, you know what? I really want to take better care of my health. So I started doing triathlon. So it's been good. And, um, yeah, that's kind of my background. Half ha- half this table really supports you there, Laura. I promise. <laughs> Thank you. And then- you know, uh, my goal this year, well, actually it was last year, was, okay, I'm going to get out and do a bike race. And then I had two shoulder surgeries. So um, I'm hoping that this spring that I would be able to do a bike race and get out there. And, you know, I'm really exploring maybe I'm going to be a bike racer instead, you know, Um, if I can't swim, I can't (laughs) swim. I mean, I, you know, I love swimming, but if it's not going to happen, it's not the cards, then I got to get out and do something. So that's bike racing is a lot of fun. Music to my ears right there. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) It looks fun. And I really am eager to get out and do one. I'm, I'll admit I'm a little afraid and that kind of, you know, you guys are, you you know, I I think I get my question later and I'll ask that question later so we can loop back to that, but go ahead. Evan, go. So, Laura, I know I know you have two young children, correct? Uh-huh. How how do you specifically balance? I know you had mentioned, you know, you kind of had to switch, you know, off off of a career path that, that you had been on for a bit, but how how are you able to balance your training with, you know, kids, family and all of that? I think that's what a lot of people are interested in usually. Yeah. Doing. Well, I mean, I work, I still work, and um, I work more than full-time and so balance right now, I mean, I, I don't have the best balance, but I can tell you that about a month ago, I went about a month or two without working out really other than dog walking. And that was terrible for me. Um, that's when things kind of fell apart. I wasn't doing anything great. So I have to get in workouts, even if it's just light jogging, um, mm-hmm. you know, just to get cortisol adjusted and, mm-hmm. um, So you got to do it. Otherwise it just feels horrible. So, um, you know, the kids come first and I tell other moms, uh, all the time. And because someone told me and I don't know who it was, but I said, done is good enough. When you are have goals and you're trying to reach them, like for me, August, 2020 is going to be my first Ironman. I hope as long as my shoulders cooperate, that's what I'm working for. And I have to remind myself every day, done is good enough, yep. right? The dishes weren't put in the dishwasher the certain way. Well, you know, <laughs> they might not come out as clean. <laughs> done is good enough. Are yep. the floors mopped? Yeah, like it wasn't on hands and knees, but they're done. Yeah. <laughs> now, now so, Laura, is that, is that going to yeah. be Ironman Canada that you're looking at? Yes. Very cool. Penticton. Yep, 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 moving yeah. to Penticton. That so, is awesome. It's a big goal for me. Yeah. Um, considering, you know, they just had these surgeries and I'm barely, yeah. So it's a big goal. Um, we'll see. I'm going to do my best to make it happen. 
The other thing that I've noticed that you do as far as like balance with life and family and things like that is get your kids involved. I think your son's done some stuff. Mm -hmm. What, what has he done? What, what events did he do this summer? Um, that's a good question. Let's see. Columbia River maybe? Um, let's see. Columbia River Triathlon, the Y racing event this summer. Yeah. He and my daughter, both my 12 year old son and seven year old daughter completed that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he's, He's in two sports right now and plays two music instruments and gets mostly A's. And I think he has a couple B's. Wow. So he's a busy boy. <sighs> wow. Um, yeah, it's busy, but it's fun. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. Excellent. That is too cool. Yeah. Do you have another question for Matt? Sure. Oh, yeah. I could talk to Laura forever. <laughs> she knows that. <laughs> uh, what about your partner? Is she doing interested in um, triathlon at all or... Um, or I don't think she's into triathlon, but she does like to bike. Yes. Really? And That's awesome. That's cool. she dabbles in some running. So she's done some duathlons and I would love to see her out doing more of that. Um, she's a police sergeant, so she works a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so she's definitely interested, but she, you know, I know she would like to get out more. So can you guys do that together as far as go out for a ride? It's tough when your kids are still, Yeah, that's true. you know, I have the seven year old daughter right and my son gets distracted i mm-hmm. totally understand your pain because i yeah. could run with my wife if our kids were more yeah self-manageable and it's like you know if, if <laughs> it, okay lauren there. fell off it'll the countertop there. well why was she on the countertop well yeah. if i'm 20 miles away on a bike like, right yeah yeah that's you true. know yep good point awesome laura do you have some questions yeah. for us yeah you know um I have been listening and listening about all this bike race and I I just want to get out there. And my question though is I don't want to be that person that shows up and I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel the same way as I do. Um, I don't want to be that person that shows up and people like, Oh, she shouldn't have shown up. She wasn't ready. How do you know when you're ready? You know, like I have Montanor bike race right in my backyard. How do I know when I'm ready to show up and toe the line? Not expecting to win, but you know, I'd like to speak to nah. this. Go ahead, yeah. Jake. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I would be, you'd be hard pressed to find a single person that's going to ask you that question. Why did she show up? She's not ready. Yeah, right. Not a single person. No, I don't think that. anybody. You'll find more encouragement way. out there for just showing up to yep. begin with, as opposed to staying at home on the couch. Yeah. People might question you, like. You should have come, but you decided to stay home on the couch. You decided to go do something else instead of race. People want you to come out and race. And if it means racing yourself into shape, so be it. You're going to race yourself into shape. At least you're going to find yeah. out you know, what you're made of. You're going to find out that you can go out there because you know what? Done is good enough, right? Just Absolutely. go out there and do it. Yeah. And this is, and, and Laura, I would say uh, my, my mom just recently, now this is a woman who was ultra marathon runner for years, had done full Ironmans. She got into her first uh, bike road race only a couple of years ago, and she fell in love with it. And this was not somebody who was really strong on the bike at that time. And she yeah. f- was so, so nervous going into that first road race. She was like terrified nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, she had done most of her training was indoors for years. She, she would yeah. ride outside, but it was with triathletes always. Yeah. And you're not going to yeah. go out there and line up with cat one, twos, no. and threes. No. You're going to go out there and, and if it's your first bike race and you're just putting your toe into the water for the first time, they're going to put you in a category with other people that are going to be feeling those same nerves. Oh, yeah. They're going to have that same anxiety and those same questions and self-doubt. You guys are going to go out there and have a fun time. It's right. going to be awesome. Yeah. There'll so. be a, a certain percentage of that field 
they'll be in the same boat and won't know what they're doing. Right. Yep. And and honestly, like there's some camaraderie around that too. Yes. Yes. There really yeah. is. And Who, th- did, did anybody hear like did anybody hear of a good first road race? Like a like like a result where you were like, I did awesome. Yeah. No, I I don't no. think so. I, I think I flatted s- three times. Uh, I was dead last. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Well, you must have had a flat kit with you if you flatted three times. Uh, actually, funny story about that, Laura. I had somebody, I had somebody oh, yeah. tag back with me because I only had one flat, and he had to repair my last two. So, no, no, I did not. <laughs> surprise, surprise! I didn't come prepared. <laughs> eh, that's all right. It's yeah. so heavy. Uh, yeah, to carry exactly. on that. If you're still questioning too whether or not you think that you're ready, I mean, you're a competitor. You're going to want to go out and oh, win yeah. everything that you do. I totally can like relate to that. Yeah, and you want to do exactly. You want to do as well as you possibly can in every single event that you ever sign up for. That's not going to uh-huh. be a reality. But if yeah. that's still something lingering in the back of your head, maybe don't start with like a, a Baker City Classic or a, uh, a Kings Valley Road Race where it's going to be challenging with a lot of elevation gain and you're going to just like be dying out there. Maybe start with like the the PIR the Portland International Raceway go out there do a novice race jump in there with other women that are going to be novices don't be afraid at the beginning of the race to reach over and say hi to somebody shake their hand and say hey is this anybody else's first race or hey anybody else feeling a little anxious today and all of a sudden you're going to hear this collective sigh of relief they'll even do that at the start of some of the fives races they'll say raise your hand if it's your first race race. yeah Yeah. uh, Laura I bet you you're going to be very surprised at how many women around you raise their hands during that Yeah. yeah So I would love a list, of, like even if it's just three of the area races that I yeah. should target, yeah. that would be good for newbies. PIR would be perfect. Piece yeah. of cake road yeah. race is piece another cake, perfect yeah. one yeah. because it's literally a piece of cake. It's relatively flat. And if the fun. weather's good. Yeah. yeah, if the weather's good. So and there's a few other ones. We'll be happy to give you some local races mm-hmm. that you can okay. go check out. So I commit to putting at least one of those on my calendar for spring, summer. Wow. We're perfect. here to support nice you. <laughs> good. Okay. Cool. Anything else? Um. No, just... Uh, you know, it's just awesome to be on the show and I appreciate you guys for doing what you do. And, um, it's very entertaining and, you know, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you a lot. Laura. Thank you. Laura. <laughs> we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you guys for listening. I mean, the yeah. show wouldn't be what it is without people like you listening. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, heck, if it was just you listening, we'll still do it. Oh yeah. I would still do it. <laughs> oh good. I would be your biggest fan. <laughs> right sure cool. Well, we wish you all the best. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for coming on today. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you. Bye all guys. All right, Laura. Take Bye. care. Bye. <laughs> All right, here's our topic for the week. We want you guys to be successful. We want you to have success with your training this off season. So here are our top 12 tips for this fall and winter um, to get your preparedness maxed out. So mm-hmm. yeah, we want to see you guys have a good year next year. We want to see you uh, run through this off season, this winter time and be successful. And we're going to talk about ways that you can possibly do that. So let's kick this up with um, Lance. Number uh, one of our top 12. My number one to uh, better your winter cycling is to go on group rides. Um, I, you just, you, you ride faster. You do. Yep. Yep. You, you'll yep. actually show up if there's other people yeah. showing up and you've committed mm-hmm. to show up, even and, if the weather is And don't worse. be the guy who says that you're going and then don't go. <laughs> yeah. Who would do that? No one knows. Who would do that? Let's not name names, Evan. I mean, let's, let, not name names. Let, let, let's not point fingers here, but I mean. <laughs> you're going to ride stronger. Yeah. You're going to ride further yep. and you're going to be more consistent yep. if you tell yourself that you're going to go out and just connect with yeah. these people. And you build a little bit of toughness like riding in some rain too. Some there's, yeah. there's definitely some mental grit along with that, which is good. Yeah. What do you triathletes do? Do you guys do group stuff no, together? <laughs> During the fall. We ride bikes. A lot of fall <laughs> running together. Fall running groups are great. I've kind of fallen into a group running now, which is great. I, for triathlon, I recommend people uh, do like a bigger swim block in the winter yeah. time, basically, because... Yeah. 
I know swimming's not the most important, but you do a bigger swimmer block, kind of swim block in the winter, and mm. then when it's really nice out, and you do more biking in the summertime. And so, yeah, running and biking is, you know, it's it's easy when the weather's yeah. beautiful. And it's then easy I know, to go out the door. I know Matt had this on list, but we'll make it our number two since you just mentioned the group rides is trainer Zwift yep. sort of riding because just reasonably as a triathlete, if you are looking at the winter, you're looking at, yeah, like Matt said, your bigger swim block, maybe your bigger run block too. I mean, I personally love doing my long run training during the fall, Sure, but there's definitely, you know, you have that time period to kind of work on your top end sort of power on the bike. And it's a lot easier to do that indoor than, you know, when during the summer, when you want to go on those long rides, when you want to go, you know, on those big, big rides. Yep. So definitely. Yeah. One of my recommendations would be set up your indoor Mm -hmm. studio. Pain cave. Pain cave. Pain cave. Yeah. Call it what you will, but you set can it do up. group rides on Zwift too. You yeah. can. Yeah. Not not only like the team rides we have, but there's lots of races and lots yeah. of uh, oh, group rides yeah. that you can stuff. that you can ride with Zwift too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. organize once. But I also do agree going maybe once every week, two weeks, getting outside riding with a cycling group if yep. you're a triathlete is important. Because well, you do not want to be the guy that five, six months go by and you're like i haven't been outside on yeah. a bicycle in five right. six months i should probably go look at my credit card statements to find out what i'm paying but what is whiff going for these days is it up to 15 15 bucks a month 15 bucks. 15 yeah 15 15 you guys think that's a little much to be plugging yeah. into a game it's platform? too much it's too I much actually, i don't want to quit you, but it's too you much think it's too much i was it gonna is. say it sounds af- i mean that that sounds affordable to me but this is also my first foray I into think this it's so o- is it only 15 bucks if you pay yearly i feel like it's it's too much i have to look it up but it was yeah. 10 and it might have even been less than that if you bought like a year package when mm-hmm. they first came out in the first three years, and then they just like automatically they know they it can up. charge more now. Yeah, attacked yeah. on another five bucks seems a little hefty. I mean, you're paying more for Zwift than you are for like Netflix or yeah. Hulu or any of these uh, streaming platforms. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Do you think maybe Netflix and Zwift can marry together? Well, I would like. One. Yeah, exactly. That'd be good. I would like for them to you know, set it up to where, cause I think a lot of people are probably not using it in the summer. I think that's probably why they jumped it up so much is because so many people turn it off from April till October. I use it yeah. during the summer, but yeah. I'm going to, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think it's too much. What do you think <laughs> yeah. about, uh, Wahoo purchasing <laughs> trainer road? Do you think problem. that there's going to be something going on there? I know that uh, they, 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 they purchased suffer fest. Was that what it's, that's what it okay. was. Yeah. It was trainer road still. Oh is, no, no. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Sufferfest. So, um, do you think kind of a shame? Cause oh. I, cause I met the Sufferfest guys before. Good people. Really good people. Yeah. They were awesome. Well, that, well, I was so hoping could, that they were Don't gonna, feel too sorry for them. They got paid out. That's true. That's true. I know, but, but I was kind of hoping that they would be like the stick around. Yeah. 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 Like kind of Wahoo's already starting to try and push the whole, um, Sufferfest thing. Do you think yeah. they're going to try and build a platform to basically make it a, a fully encompassed, um, Zwift-esque you know, sort of thing? Yeah. They should. I mean, Zwift still needs them because they're they're you know they they need all trainers out they there because they need people to have trainers who has, to plug into. I was gonna say who who has the upper hand there at the end? I would say Wahoo. Well, because they have the whole platform. Yeah, they're not Zwift alone. Can't, Zwift can't exist without Wahoo. Wahoo now can exist without Zwift. Potentially, yeah. I mean, if they have Sufferfest, they can just. It all depends uh, on how they go about doing it, right? Yeah. Like, so if they're like, you know, you get to buy a trainer and you get a free year of this, you know, mm-hmm. service, then that makes a lot of sense for them, right? Because then Zwift is totally left out in the dark. Yeah. Um. So that's a nice, you know, marriage of things. And I just think all of these companies are kind of start to marry up a little bit, which I don't love. I like the separation. What do you think about the potential of uh, Garmin purchasing Zwift? I now that they own Tax Neo, that that becomes a direct competition so, then because yeah. you would have Wahoo and Sufferfest versus Tax Neo and Zwift. Correct. With, I with think, Garmin backing yeah. them, which is huge. So Garmin is is big, 
but Zwift is also a pretty large company. And so I, I think the price tag gets a little unrealistic to buy Zwift, whereas buying something like Sufferfest or Trainer Road, and I know the Trainer Road guys are not interested in selling, but like you, they are if the price is right, right? I yeah. Mean, so it's <laughs> yeah. like, so any of the smaller companies are chump change for Garmin sure. or, you know, even like Wahoo can pay for these companies or whatever. But like Zwift is a different breed. That's a software company based in Silicon Valley. It is a, you know, they have investors. They've, they're valued significantly higher than any of the other companies that are in the same they have marketplace. more users than anybody else. They have more users yeah. and they have, you know, a different well, evaluation. And then, and then so. randomly too, you look at it, there's Pelotonia in there, which if you're talking about the vast majority talking of about people, the Peloton cycling Peloton thing? bike. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's an online it's it's basically it, a trainer bike that comes it, to you and has its own I built consider in that, online. I consider that a competitor. That's a competitor. Company. Okay. Yeah. So yes. here's very I was gonna bring company. that up. Yeah. Garmin has tax neo they just came out with the tax mm -hmm. bike. Wahoo just came out with the Wahoo bike and you the know Wahoo that that's a direct cool. blow at the whole at Peloton. Peloton. Exactly. And some of these yep. companies have been have that have that have actually had you know I know Wahoo has their new bike, but some of these companies have had some of these bikes. There's like that Watt bike it's, oh, I think it's yep. only in England or Europe or somewhere. Yep. But like these companies have been around with these bikes and things like that. Peloton is interesting because again, similar kind of situation to like Zwift, they make equipment and they have they have a very different target market and their numbers are really big. Yep. They're not going to get purchased by someone unless it's like a I could see someone like maybe like a big company like Nike purchasing them, but not Garmin. Garmin. Gar Garmin fitness and you're just not cyclists in my opinion, but exactly. there's still there's yeah. a big segment of people that but are using that and if they think that people. they can woo some of them over to check out like hey, you do this Peloton thing where you watch some person sit up there and go, "Yay, you, you know, ride right. faster." Now you can go ride with other people and you can have yep. your own bike indoors that's got all these cool features to it do that instead i i mean if i was a person that was just into fitness i'm gonna look at that and say i that looks more fun to me mm -hmm. but then again i haven't so done the peloton ride, i could see peloton buying zwift or something like that i mean peloton you think they're there their I think pockets are a, that deep i think that their investors pockets are that deep the people that are investing in peloton have deep oh. pockets trainer wars but <laughs> but i but i also we could, think we could have a whole podcast on literally just like trainer wars well like, i'm gonna do a video that's one of the things i'm planning to do <laughs> really? this fall is nice. like a video series and it's gonna be called zwift versus and i'm gonna talk about zwift versus trainer road zwift versus sufferfest zwift and then the last one is gonna be zwift versus peloton, peloton yeah. and i think that that is an interesting thing it's it's very different target markets yes i just yes. also find it ironic that peloton is a group that sells very much to the non-cyclist yep and it's funny because that the word name. spin class. Oh, I find it funny because I have a couple of patients who have looked at buying one and they don't oh, yeah. know what the word Peloton means, no. which is just this hilarious yes. irony to me <laughs> and that that it's the beginner company. You know, like it's yeah. it's a company for beginners and nobody knows what a Peloton is. And yeah. Peloton sued. Like, is that somebody's last name? <laughs> Peloton sued a different company. Wait, was it Peloton? I might be getting my team, my companies mixed up. I think mm -hmm. they sued some company that had named something such and such Peloton or whatever. Yeah. They sued them. They were like, hey, you can't use our brand name. And we're like, Peloton's not your brand <laughs> yeah. name, buddy. Like, like this one's kind of been around a for a while. In your entire life. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you can't just, you know, you can't just lay, lay claim it, to this. Peloton just means group in French, doesn't it? I think, I think it just means a large group like in that. French. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I think Peloton's a very different yeah. beast. And I think that there, there's a lot of eyeballs on them for sure. Yeah. So. Interesting. All right, Matt, was that yours? I know that you kind of like... Uh, right, I'm, I wanted to yeah, let people of, know. Yep. I have others for sure. Go for but it. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely get your indoor stuff set up because it's when it's really gross out, it's nice to be able to hop on the trainer. 
and do something. Yeah. Uh, another one that I think is worth doing kind of around this time of year. I mean, it depends because I feel like everyone on the East coast is, they've got like, like a heat wave going on and here it's the exact opposite. It's very rainy. It's It's very cold. It feels like indoor training time. Um, but usually around this time I go ahead and switch tires and I put on, uh, like some, some gator skin type tires and stuff like that. Uh, and usually I didn't, you know, I'll, I'll look at the tires and I'll say the, the ones that I had last winter didn't get that many miles on them. I'm okay to reuse these again, but I like having the extra puncture protection because the roads, mm-hmm. when it's really wet here, a lot of like gross stuff washes up on the roads. Yeah. Uh, and it gets a little bit, you know, a little bit more sketchy as far as like stuff. And I'll have those tires on, you know, some sort of more durable tire all the way through the spring. Cause I think the spring is another time when it's still pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one, Matt. I different like tire. Switch switch, yeah. switch tires. I, I like the gator skin tires. I bet you this table also kind of likes that one for a puncture resistant tire. Yeah. But there are too. other options. Yeah, yeah there are yeah. other options for sure. Yeah, I would run that on a rain bike. I still yeah. I still run the the GP on my bike. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say they're, they're that good. new GP five thousand tubeless. Yeah. That thing is so great. It's not bulletproof like to like perfection, yeah. but it's pretty stinking close. I could be completely I wrong. I almost need to message him. I think David Goodman, I think, has been on the GP. Yeah. And I want to say... He's at like 75 rides. No I think flats. he's almost at 80. I think he's yeah. almost at 80. No, And it's funny because he's been documenting it on Strava, yeah. oh, how really? far he is. The other yeah, thing that people could consider is going with a wider tire, like a more... I don't know oh, if yeah. people this like we've been talking about wider tires on this podcast. I don't know if we've really been talking. Seems like we've talked about it before, <laughs> uh-huh. but like it's another thing that you know if you haven't maxed out your clearance on your bike, like my experiment with a wider tire, just because it doesn't that matter that much if you're going faster. Yeah, on a I've lot of these rides, done that for the last two seasons. Go wider, with a twenty-eight, a little got? less yeah. tire yeah. pressure yeah. and a little bit more contact area, so that when yeah. the wets are roads are wet. Um, you're getting better contract. Yeah, yep. better. All right. That's two. That's two recommendations for the price of one. Hey, buy one, get one free. Bogo. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the fall, I think a good recommendation is get off your bike for a little bit. Take a little oh, bit yeah. downtime, a little active recovery. Do something different. Is this a triathlon? Maybe <laughs> run or swim even. <laughs> Maybe you need pump to some iron. No, hike. Go hiking. <laughs> Go hiking. You no, need no, some, no. some time off. A you little run bit. while you're like, hiking. You don't have to take like the full time off, but I'm saying if you're training five, six days a week, maybe just consider riding your bike one or two days a week and find some other activities just so that mm-hmm. you can, you know, have a little break. Go to your your kids soccer games. I, I reckon I completely agree, Jake. Swim and run. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Active recovery, baby. Get yourself um, yep. healed up from. Uh, all How crazy long does everybody? Stuff. I know one person here doesn't take an off season. All. I know Lance does not. I haven't for the last two years. I've I've been my like the last I'd say four years. September has been my month where I just like I'll race in the beginning of September and then basically shut it like, down. Yeah, you had to shut it down for the whole month. Does everybody else kind of have a a consistent time period where they shut it down? Not consistent. I no. need to well, heed my injury, own advice. Injury, I know, obviously. <laughs> in, in, yeah. Right. So an injury, injury would cause like that, a downtime. Yeah. And then, you know, post Ironman race, typically, I mm-hmm. like to do a couple of weeks where I let the legs come back around. Yeah. So swim, more train swimming. Yeah, just more swimming. Feel. Yeah. So I'll get yeah. away from structured training. Um, I won't go as hard. Just kind of go out and ride and put it, use riding to put a smile on your face and just to keep yeah. yourself sane. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I necessarily take a full block of time off. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm partly saying this, so I'll go back and listen and I'll hold myself accountable for doing what I'm saying. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, that's just my two cents on that. Lance, you got another one for us? Yeah. Um, winter clothing tips. Oh yeah. That could be. Because going if you're riding long. outside, um, it can be cold. And, and one of the things I always have trouble with is my feet, keeping my feet warm. 
Um, and so if you don't have winter booties, you, you need some. But sometimes that's not enough. Yep. And uh, I've, you watch those uh, Global Cycling Network videos. They do some fun little videos the about aluminum foil yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So and I actually I did that yesterday. How'd it work? Um, it, I didn't wear, I had, I had wool socks on, yeah. which are a bit warmer. And then I wrapped my toes in aluminum foil. And then I put them inside the shoes. And I didn't have shoe covers on. And it was... It was okay. okay. So you put the aluminum foil directly on your skin? No, no, no. Uh, over oh, the sock. Over the sock. Over the sock. Gotcha. Wool socks, and then wrapped my, the whole my whole forefoot in in aluminum foil, and then slid them in my shoes. And it, it was my feet were were okay until I got home, and I was still freezing. How much money could you make if you made a shoe that was impermeable to water and had toe warmers in it, like electronic <laughs> toe warmers? I mean, seriously, you would make all the money. How has that not become a thing? I don't yet? know. They, they do make winter cycling shoes that are much warmer but they don't boots, have warmers yeah. in them and are they yeah. waterproof because yes. around here we don't yeah care they're, if they're waterproof warm. you just they, they just yeah. need to be waterproof i've still yet to meet a pair of booties that are waterproof i mean they'll oh none of them are they'll yeah. take a little bit of spray none for a little while but the next thing you know they're just completely so soaked. soaked and then at that point it almost becomes i almost wish i was like i wish i was just like barefoot in these shoes right now at this point because they're just soaked through well, and just at that point in time though it helps keep the water in there then your body heat will warm up the water kind of works oh, like a, a wetsuit a little bit yeah. and you will stay a little bit warmer in theory and i think that's why some people wear the neoprene right it's the same concept but your feet mm-hmm. are still soaking wet they're still soaking wet yeah if you had a shoe or a shoe cover that was completely impermeable to water that heated your toes Go make that. You make yourself a mint. Yeah, but then you know if you make if you seal it up like that, then you sweat you inside sweat there, in and then it's, I'll take that over being cold and just yeah. you know, nasty. Well, there's some good boots like clip-in boots that are, you know, you should maybe I don't know. You could explore it. I don't think you're gonna love them. So in Idaho, they're like boots. In Idaho last year, I did a ride in like eight degrees. Oh wow! And it was the roads were snow covered. Yeah, I was on my gravel bike. I wore my heated insulated boots i just didn't clip in yeah (laughs) (laughs) my feet felt great i just couldn't clip in at all which was do you know what feels better than doing that on a day like that lance running (laughs) Running. (laughs) yeah did you have have you guys seen those like mittens that come onto the handlebars like yeah that's cool i've never is that what they're called well i mean they're 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 usually the the lobster sort of ones which is the i've never used them sure thumb and five have you, fingers have, all you, one. have either of you guys used them or, or two, have nope. split no. two, i've ridden with people who yeah, have them. i want to try them or they, they have great. like windscreens yeah yeah <laughs> over the, the uh, over the bars jay yeah. small yeah jay small that's his company them. he he uh what? made those he, oh seriously? he has a patent on those yes wow <laughs> ingenious jay <laughs> i just saw Very it on cool jay's jay. bike and i'm like oh that's pretty cool it's kind of goofy looking but it's cool at the same time so i bet it's so much warmer so you talked about shoes you talked about toe warmers let's talk about a few other things and i noticed that you were wearing the same uh bib tights that i was wearing yesterday they have a a gore-tex layer built into the front of them Mm -hmm. the whole day it's 43 degrees it's windy it's cold my legs felt fantastic the entire time. <laughs> Granted, they're not the most um, water impermeable. They're they're pretty water resistant. My legs but, felt great. But they're you from do Castelli? not. They're from Castelli. Castelli, correct? yeah. And if you were just to have worn a regular, because we have um, team bib types made by Castelli, but they don't have that same feature built into them. The wind almost goes right through them. They'll keep you kind of warm, but right. it's not the same. So having that that little layer of Gore-Tex makes all of the difference in the world for your legs. The same thing. The vest that I was wearing yesterday, yeah. same concept built into it. The base layer shirt, did you wear your... I, I had the base layer with the Gore-Tex front. It yeah. just keeps all of the wind off of your body, and you're just not nearly as cold, especially when you're flying down Marine, and it's 30 miles an hour, and yeah. it's cold out. You don't feel that. I felt you know, great the whole time. Yeah, that's awesome. 
true. So let's rattle off a couple more. Yes, Evan, uh, go. Yeah. Or no matter where you're gonna go. No, go ahead. Just Evan. run around the table. Sorry. Trail shoes, running shoes. So you need wet pair of shoes that can get beat up on the trails when you run in the fall, and then you need a pair of shoes that if you want to run the treadmill. Because do not be the guy that goes to the gym treadmill with the shoes that you've been running on trails on. Oh, yeah, that's gross. And they get mud all over the treadmill and have some poor kid who's making $12 an hour have to go and scrub that off the treadmill. <laughs> uh, speaking of shoes, Evan, uh-huh. anything else on shoes? Did we talk about? Uh, yeah, so so there's some very affordable ways that you can also dry your, your cycling or running shoes. You yeah. can take newspaper, shove them in there, and then take a fan, which I have in my room. You just yep. blast the fan on them, and then you pick them up the next day. You take you're the newspaper good. out. Good to go. And then there you go. Yep, you're awesome. good to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we had talked about, I, maybe, do we already talk about this, like shoe dryers? We may have talked about it last year, but those things are the They're best. Great. I'm probably going to get one. Yeah. yeah. Best like things since sliced bread, man. Mm-hmm. 20, 30 bucks, something like that, yeah. Amazon. They, they were like 40. I've, I looked it up. They yeah. Like 40 I've bucks. looked at them. Yeah. They're probably That's worth great. It. They're great. Yeah. Wait for Black Friday. Pick them up. I have Also, does anybody get the newspaper anymore? I do. I it's you actually do. <laughs> old man Lance. I did. Well, we, I did for it's a while. One, it's, I, do you really still get the newspaper? When somebody asks me tell share something people don't know about you, that's what I saying. read I the I paper the every morning. I, I still the read first, the actual newspaper. Every I miss morning. being as a kid. That was my thing. I would read the newspaper every morning. I miss it. So I just need to come over to your house, Lance. I'm gonna read the newspaper. Uh, I've you. always got the paper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's nice. <laughs> Matt, you got another one. Uh, fenders in a buddy flap. Yes, uh, fenders are great. They keep you dry. Buddy flap is great. It keeps your friends dry, basically. Buddy flap is a little, typically, uh, a piece that would drop off of your fender almost, you know, if it drags on the ground, no one cares. Everyone's happy that they will they will draft you and they'll thank you. It won't, it won't drag because as you're going 20 miles it's, an hour, it, it, it blows back. It blows up, yeah. yeah. But uh, you can cut a water bottle in half, and that's what I've seen people do to add that buddy flap, or you can buy the buddy flap like the rubber yeah. buddy flaps if you want to quick, the extra quick story yep not this past weekend but the weekend before that we did that same ride it was pouring rain almost the entire time lance is sitting right on my wheel jake i love your fender with your buddy flap it's the best alan plank sitting on lance's wheel with no buddy flap no fender no oh, nothing was, f you lance <laughs> <laughs> i was the jerk that did not have fenders i don't so i had to sit on the back i don't i don't plank have one have either but you. it's good because then nobody wants to draft you so you yeah. can drop anybody <laughs> then at that point no everybody's sitting just outside Jake, do you use a water bottle on the back of yours, or do you no, have like a real piece, one? Uh, it's, it's a rubber thing yep. that was made, and then cut a couple holes in there and zip tied it to Did it. Anybody see the little boy can yeah. thing? There was a uh, god. This was yeah. on. Um, I I I seen it somewhere on social media recently, and there was somebody that we know who did on the front of their mountain bike. Oh, they, they stuffed the Lacroix yeah, can. In stuffed there. a la- half a Lacroix can in there, and it worked oh, pretty well cool. apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> for this fall. Next next year, when we get to 2020 spring, look for everything to be on sale in like nearly 40 to 50% off and stockpile for the, the coming year. Yeah, so that makes sense. It's a little too late for that now because we're right at the head of the season. But have, if you have that, that, that fortitude to go out there and, and put a few bucks in the, the bank of uh, investing in the fall, um, knowing that you're going to get to use it in like six months, you'll thank yourself because you'll get a pair of booties that normally cost like 40, 50 bucks for like 20 yeah. bucks. So yeah. Yep. Buy stuff when it's, it's time on to get sale. The rain jackets. Yeah. Those, Stock up on that those stuff. Those rain jackets are expensive. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Cool. Another one, nice. Uh, my last one is uh, pack extra gear if you're riding. Uh, one of the things that I always do is I take an extra set of gloves and shove them in uh, one of my back pockets. If your one set of gloves is wet, you just swap yes. them. Yes. Oh, so halfway nice. out, and my my hands are just miserable or wet. I just I swap to my other gloves. Yeah, it like, tends to, your pockets get 
chunky yeah because they're filled with stuff okay especially if you throw like another layer in there like a rain jacket in there as well but it's winter i'd rather have those extra layers so i always try to pack a little bit of extra smart you're not really worried about bike weight during the winter it doesn't matter (laughs) evan what's that one um so when you get home What's everybody's like, like you're sitting there shivering. What's like the one thing you really wish that you had at that time? And I'm not talking about heat. <laughs> a not, fire? A fire would be nice. Let's say you don't have access to that <laughs> or you do and you're choosing not to use it. <laughs> a warm dog? A night. Let's say I was going to say, gonna say next to warm, Piper. I was like going to say a warm girlfriend. <laughs> and I what said if, dog. And you said what, dog. What if you live in a very lonely cold apartment? A blanket, okay? You refuse <laughs> the to turn the heat on. You refuse to turn the heat on. You can't crank up the thermostat. No, you do not touch the don't, thermostat. Don't touch, don't touch the thermostat. <laughs> Listeners, we want to hear from you. Do you not own a blanket, and do you need one? <laughs> if you get a nice, warm blanket, that is... I also generally only take cold showers, so I usually will take the shower right when I get there because you're already cold and shivering, especially after the run because you're just very, very cold. Once I get in, take the cold shower, come out, immediately i have this big very warm blanket that i'd like to pretend i got myself but actually cassie bought it because my other blanket was really terrible it was like a <laughs> looked like a shawl that like a 90 year old woman would would own and so it was you, not warm you put your speedo on you wrap yourself in wrap blanket, yourself in the blanket a little, little snooze exactly yep yep yeah and you can't wear too many clothes you gotta be wearing the speedo because you want to trap your own body heat and uh-huh. that yeah. yeah and there you go so everybody needs a warm blanket for when you get home or turn the heat up <laughs> if you don't have that option what's your teddy bear's name <laughs> i used to have a you know when, when i lived in ohio i had a big fluffy golden retriever named Kelmy. so he was he was a warm he was he was the the, the cuddle toy at that point to keep you warm yeah yeah here's another one um this be i think my last one think about building yourself a rain bike, a dedicated rain bike for riding outside when the weather is just terrible or the roads are beat up. Something that you don't mind. Like if you accidentally forget to like, you know, clean it up or, you know, if the chains get a little stretched or if it's just one of those things that you can kind of beat up a little bit and go ride consistently outside and you don't have to worry about like pampering it, pampering it or babying it. Like it's Mm -hmm. your race bike. Um, just think about maybe putting together a yeah. little rain bike for oh, the off yeah. season. My TT so. bike doesn't touch the road during the rain season. Yeah, as it, it doesn't even no, it doesn't even see the the light of day. Yeah. Do you have you've got a rain bike? Don't you? I Let's... do have a rain bike. It's actually titanium. It's the frame oh, is yeah, is twenty years old or something like yeah. that. And yeah. it's it's a fantastic rain bike. My problem with it is it doesn't have disc brakes, and every time I get on it, I miss the disc brake so much. Yeah. That I'm like, oh man. So yeah, but I have a dedicated rain bike that has dedicated fenders on it. Yeah, that if it's really disc crappy, brakes yeah. are great for the rain too. And that's the, the thing. rim brakes. It's I the mean, time you want the disc brakes <laughs> is in the rain, and then like I get yeah. crud in your rivets of the rim brakes all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and make it a challenge too. See how cheaply you can put together one of these bikes, and go out and maybe just buy a frame set, and then Somebody start like parting and piecing things together, and it'll <laughs> teach you something about a bike. It'll teach you about yeah. all the parts, how they go together, and you'll mm-hmm. learn how to service it, and you might learn something about yeah. cycling in general. Yeah, there's a lot of people that go fixed gear too, you know, because yeah. that's the cleaning thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt. Wrap this thing up. What's your last one? Um, I think I'm out. I think I'm, I think I went through my my few lists of things. Okay. Well, that was 11 things. So I'm gonna yeah. toss oh, in a 12. Let's go. go. Try something new. Gravel racing. Yeah, gravel riding. Go. Gravel <sighs> riding. Go do something different that you haven't done before. Um, I'm not swimming. Gonna... <laughs> Biking. <laughs> Running. Running. <laughs> no. 
practice transitions at home. <laughs> practice transitions in your house. As a cyclist. I think this Hot goes tubbing. in the... Hot exactly. tubbing, yes. <laughs> I think this goes in the vein, though, of like recovery. Just yep. go try something new and don't go after it like Read a crazy. Book. Go out and hammering like a, a gravel ride. But go out and, and explore. Go see nature. Go do something fun, something different. Stop, take some pictures or what have you. But mm-hmm. try a different discipline that you haven't tried before that will help you kind of break that monotony. I think that that's a good way to mm-hmm. uh, wrap things up here. Anything else, guys? Nope. That's good. Sweet. One last thing. Lance, go. My uh, th- the, the big cyclocross series starts this weekend, the Cross Crusade, which is a nationally known, probably internationally known cross series here in the Portland area. You'll um, see the flag flying when you watch the international races. Yes. Like over in Belgium, you'll yeah. see somebody running around with the Cross with the Crusade, cross crusade flag. Yeah, flag. That's cool. So yeah, this Saturday and Sunday are the first two races. They are actually USAC-sanctioned races. So people can um, get points to go uh, race nationals, which mm-hmm. will be in Tacoma in oh, yeah. in December, and okay. so the races will be. Let's talk huge. about our schedule. Talk about and the Tacoma. Watching that, That'll yeah, be interesting. Talk talk about cool events uh, coming to the Pacific Northwest. Here, the NCAA Cross Country National Championship is going to be at Fort Vancouver. What I know, right? Wow, I know Division One. I'm pretty sure. Right. I think so. I may I may look that up. Somebody hold me correction on errors on that, but okay. I'm almost positive that I had we'll pa- I had some younger high school patients tell me, yeah, the NCAA championship is coming to Fort Vancouver. Tacoma Cross National Championship. Cross National Championship, yep. God, that I'll tell you what. To watch this here. region, we're like spoiled with awesome events. Yeah, we're spoiled. It's so cool. Yeah. That's my one last thing. Cool. Evan, one last thing. Um, next week, Monday. Oh, you're stealing my one last thing. Did I? That's okay. Okay, this is me and Matt's one last thing. Triathlon takeover. Triathlon takeover. <laughs> bwah, 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 bwah. Look, look for the views of the podcast and subscribers to spike through the oh. roof because it's going to be <laughs> a triathlon. The viewers. Triathlon takeover. Oh my gosh! Internationally we famous. Day, like, we're going to go right. The internationally famous <laughs> dialed podcast triathlon takeover, and we may have a special guest. We need to see. We're going to. We're hoping to get. We're trying to drag yeah, some triathlon. Yeah, Alan, come on. Triathletes yep. on, yeah. Very cool. So that's your one last thing. Well, too. yeah, I'm going to post some videos too. I'm going to post. So what we'll do, um, I'll post my videos and I just wish Evan won't be allowed to watch it. I'll block him from watching the, you know, my picks of who I think is going to oh, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I think is going to win. I've already got my the, list of people I'm, I'm deciding between. Well, we're going to have to narrow your list down because it's a know. lot. I know you have know. a huge number of lists. You should people. have him guest on one of your uh, shows. I know. We That'd talked about that for sure. We're going <laughs> to yeah. have, he's going to be on tons of my shows. Make a cameo. Just, yeah. I was in one once. Were you? I was in the track, uh, the track one that we did. And you were flying oh, yeah. the drone too, right? Flew the drone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I'm going to make two videos, one for the guys' championships, one for the girls' championships. Uh, we won't let Evan watch that so that when I nail mm-hmm. my picks. When you, me, and Alan try to <laughs> sit down at the table, uh-huh. he's not just stealing my Well, last ideas. year, you and I both nailed it. We did pretty well. Uh, well, well, we only did well in the women's, I think. In women's. In the, the men's, we were terrible. Women's pretty straightforward. I was terrible in the men's, I know. But. So, yeah. So, for I'm excited week. about that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my one last thing. What are you guys doing on October 8th at about 6.30 p.m.? It's a Tuesday. Uh, uh, Cross-country practice. 6.30 p.m.? Yeah. Working. Yeah. Working? Eight. Yeah. Zwifting? Zwift group ride number yeah. one, baby. Yeah. First Zwift one. group yeah. ride. We will oh, be yeah. kicking off our Zwift season, our off-season training program with the team on uh, Zwift, Tuesday nights, 6.30 sharp. We'll ride for anywhere from about an hour and 45 minutes to two hours. Nice. Should be a lot of fun. Nice. If you are interested in um, joining these, a couple things that you're going to want to do. Uh, you'll want to uh, connect with us on um, Strava. 
we have our um, little group page there just called Dialed Cycling. You can um, just like it, be a part of it. It's open to everybody, and we will post announcements for all of those rides. And then um, you can hop on to our Facebook page at Dialed Podcast to uh, shoot us a DM if you have uh, some more specific needs or you need to get more specific information. We'll be happily or happy to connect with you, and I can connect with you personally on um, Zwift so that you can get invites to the actual group rides. So those are a lot of fun. They're a great workout. Uh, we sure. can Love chat it. with you a little bit too on uh, Discord. You can you know say what's up, and we can all kind of poke fun at each other and yeah. kind of push the envelope a little bit at the same time. So that should be a lot of fun. Put on your calendar. Tuesday, October 8th, 6.30. Be there. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. You guys are over here staring at screens. What, what are you guys looking at? Um, Evan was incorrect about the location of the it's, Division It's the one. NAIA National NAIA. Championships at Fort Vancouver. Small, small school national yeah. championships. Terra, yeah. Terra Haute is, which is Indiana, which is where it has been. They, yeah. yeah, it's been the last few years. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. What? Evan got something wrong? I know. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we needed to check that now. In my defense, it was actually, I think, a patient of mine that got that wrong. Sorry. Yeah. Just give me wrong information. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, you guys. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.